Podcast 184. We are back with the GOAT, the GOAT Fest himself, <laughs> Matt Light, Matt Light Comedy. How we doing, bud? I'm good, man. Good to be back, man. I, I gained, I think, 20 pounds since I've seen you guys last, uh, but I'm here hopefully sweating it out in my dungeon upstairs. I have no uh, AC, so I'm dying right now, but always excited to be on here. Love it. Love it. A lot going on for you lately, man. Um, I mean, shit, we got a lot to talk about. We haven't seen, we haven't talked to you in a minute, I feel like. Um, yeah, I, I lost about a thousand followers since I've seen you guys. <laughs> okay, well, let's just start there. What what did you do now? <laughs> That's I just am. I'm just honest about the Steelers, and people don't like it. Um, I, I you know, and people are like, oh, I can't believe how negative he is. It's like, like what are we watching the same fucking team? Like, I mean, the team that I watched lost what five of their last six games. Like that's. That's the that's the team that I, the team was down twenty eight nothing in the first quarter against Stop. the Browns. Are we gonna act like that just didn't happen? I mean, you know, I'm trying to. Yeah. I mean, like I, I wish it didn't happen, man. And I and it's just, uh, you know, and again, it's it's I just there's certain things about the team that I I am very excited for. Uh, I don't think I've ever been more excited for a draft pick ever uh, than Najee Harris. I wanted him since day one. Uh, and I think maybe five other people on Twitter did. I mean, it might have been you three, because uh, everybody else was just like, "No, no, we we don't. We need, we need to get a running back." And all these other podcasts, like, "No, you put running backs. You get them. You get them later." Well, if we get them later, why haven't we had one in four years? Seriously, That's got a, a backfield. Of if it's a that bunch easy, ben, running backs. Yeah, Benny I mean, Snell, nothing. McFarland, right. nothing. Connor nothing like so if it's so easy to get and it's a thing too it's like you want to you want to tell me that ben roethlisberger is going to be back a hundred percent an extra year after his elbow i don't believe into that at all however if you do believe in that what better way to protect somebody like him than have a balanced running game have a guy that can benefit from the zone blocking scheme that does nothing for guys like Connor, uh, especially when you're, you know, catching passes out of the backfield. So to me, it's, it was a no brainer to take this guy, you know, and you know, you don't have to give a big contract to a running back that has proven themselves that might bust, you know, after their first four years. And people were like, well, that's why you don't draft him in the first round. Cause after four years, you get rid of him. It's like, yeah, dude, most first round draft picks, you don't sign again anyways. If they do well, they get money and go elsewhere because in your goal in those four years, you should be competing for a Super Bowl. And if you're doing that, then he's going to get paid elsewhere. And I love so hard. Yeah, love it. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was all in on Najee Harris. I mean, I wasn't. I don't think any of us were upset that they took him. Like that's a great fucking pick, the best available. You go with that absolutely. And we absolutely needed a run game anyway. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I, and I don't think we were like, no, nah, we don't want Najee Harris. It was more that we were linked with him so heavily that it almost was like, it, it almost sounds too good. Like, it, like everybody's talking about, like, he has to go here. It's like, we know the way the Steelers are. They do things that we never expect them to do, right? So the, right. the fact that we were, it was like, yeah, Najee yeah. Harris, that's our it was guy. Pinpointed. It was like, like, that's absolutely going to happen. And yeah, like, yeah, it, was, okay. it was almost too good to be true. It's like, like, I don't know. Like, he yeah. might have something up their sleeve. Yeah, when nobody traded up, um, that blew my mind. 
when when nobody traded up and the Steelers were sitting on the clock, I just thought to myself, they're gonna fucking do it again. They're gonna draft some center with busted fucking knees that has 17 ACLs torn and be like, well, he is potential. I don't want to see potential. Like I want to see what I've seen. Uh, and he was the most dominant back in the NCA last year. And people are like, well, he, he played behind a, a good line. He, he had a good quarterback. He had good wide receivers. Look at our fucking team. Straight we, have, up. we have a great defense. True. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback True. that can, can totally manage the game. Are you talking about Mason? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who else do we have? Haskins? Uh, Haskins, yeah. Haskins ain't it. <laughs> Definitely Mason. Haskins ain't uh, it. Then you have you have now you have Baby Gronk, which he hates his nickname, but I'm sure he'll get used to when we call him Heath, anyways. Uh, yeah. And then we have we have three number two wide receivers, which is which is a great problem to have. Yeah, no doubt. That's a good way to put it. You know, three our receiving twos. game is going to be so fucking lethal. But yeah, I mean, you need a run game to balance that out, and without it, we're not going to we're going to go fucking whatever the record was we had last you'll year. at least respect it the the yeah. big key the big key for me is all right well is roethlisberger still going to be stubborn with canada here because ben doesn't like playing behind the center and so when you have a running back like this i'm very curious to see what ben's willing to really do that, that to me it was more about money in that meeting i, I feel like they had to be like Hey man, listen. You're. We know this is your team, and and you have the final say nine times out of ten. But we got to do some different shit. Like we we have to make sure that we're not in shotgun eighty five percent of the fucking time. Oh shit, time. dude. You know what I mean? Like you have to and make the first sure. First two are passes, and then the third one's a draw. And hey, <laughs> asshole, why don't you take a quarterback sneak every now and then? Well, I mean, there's you're eight foot four. Just you know. One time. forward one time for us, yeah. Like His if name Brady is Big does ben. it, and yeah, Brady's, Brady's so good, good at, at it. it. He's so good at it. Like he's so good. How is Big Ben not? He has to be. We've it's, seen Ben do it. The Brady to score a touchdown prop bet is a nice bet. Every place. game. Ooh. Every game you got to take it because he's going to do it at least three times in the season in my eyes. Yeah. There's the hot gambling tip of the episode for you right there. Oh, I, mean, I love it's, it. It's, I love uh, taking Brady to score. Yeah, also, AB, AB to score a touchdown with the yeah. Buccaneers was fire last year. You're a big AB guy, right? Love him. I don't really want to get the EB Nike shoes, bro. I have them, yeah. I got the, the trainers. They're, they're sick. Um, I, think they're, I think they're in his old warehouse because they were shipped from Pittsburgh to here. And they were in a crushed fucking Nike box. Like, like he like, I felt like AB, like Hulk Hogan leg dropped the box of Nikes before he sent me them. They were so crushed. Um, but I've worn them every day since. They're so comfortable um, and they're pretty sick looking. And a lot of people are like, oh, those are cool shoes. What are they? And then I show up closer and it's like got this like, like this Dolce, almost Louis logo, like pattern with 84s everywhere and then it says business is booming and they're like oh you're an asshole and i'm like yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i'm like look if you don't like it you can fucking call god yeah uh, yeah, yeah call god bro i saw a thing quick so yeah, i want to no, bring it up bad, it, it was on twitter i believe and it said like who's the best wide receiver duo in the nfl no one in the top what up? Fifty comments said A B and Mike Evans. 
Yeah, that's crazy to me. And Dude, that it, and I, Godwin, that, come on. I mean, duo, but yes, Godwin, Godwin is well. Godwin is kind of like a Martavius Bryant to me because he drops a lot of fucking passes. Uh, yeah, he's well, got raw talent, but he drops a lot of yeah. shit. Yo, but when he's like fifty yards down the field and he catches one and nobody's behind him, it's dude, I, I, like I. I've had the two biggest locks in the history for me gambling um, were one, the Seattle Denver Super Bowl. Uh, I, I knew Dal- or Denver was going to get their ass beat uh, significantly. Uh, and this year, uh, Tampa versus uh, Kansas City. I told my buddies they might lose by 30 points. Uh, and they're like, How do you figure? I'm like, Because that defensive line is going to win them the game. Hundred percent. The D line just destroyed Mahomes. He couldn't go anywhere. He had a bad foot to begin with, and wow. and just like Tom Brady knowing how to play, he goes to his clutch receivers. Who who had the most targets that game? A B because he doesn't drop the fucking ball, and Gronk because he doesn't drop the fucking ball. Mike Evans is great, but at the at the end of the day, like it was just. It, I mean, I how do you? I, I don't give a fuck who is playing. 70 guys against Tom Brady. Why do you bet against him? Yeah. It it makes no sense to me. I don't care because everyone's like Mahomes the greatest ever. To me, he's not top 20 greatest quarterbacks of all time because he's had three good seasons. Yeah. Does he have the most upside of anyone I've, I've ever seen? Yes. Is, is that he's good, time? but like after his first year or something, they put his Madden rating at 99, and I was like, That's ridiculous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He's yeah. one injury. He's one more injury away. From being a good quarterback for the rest of his career, and that's oh yeah, with a fair contract. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and that contract. How do these dickheads keep signing people? I agree. They just got a whole new fucking offensive line. They they had to pay Jones. They have to pay Tyree Kill. They have to pay Kelsey. They have to pay uh, Mahomes. Like, where is this? Where is this money coming from? Money doesn't exist in sports. Just like a stimulus package, you just. They're literally printing money over there. It's all that fucking Hunt's ketchup. Uh, between that and, and Andy Reid and his fat fuck barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah this fucking is tomahawk steaks. Dude, the, the fucking – didn't the Buccaneers, like, sign their entire team back? What are the odds oh. that they're going to repeat? They have – so they Probably have pretty high. Pretty 23 high. of 22 starters. And the reason why I say 23 – because they don't consider Antonio Brown a starter, which is hysterical to me. <laughs> yeah. Give him a full camp. He's the best six man in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like no he's I, arguably, in my eyes, he's the best wide receiver in my generation. I'm 31 years old. Honestly, if we're if strictly looking at numbers, yes. Yeah, he's because you could say Moss, but Moss Moss had terrible seasons. Moss AB had terrible seasons so with Tennessee. Consistent. He was terrible with the Raiders. He did not give a shit. It, it took somebody like Belichick to get him back to where he was. Uh, and he was traded for like a fifth rounder at that point. AB, you know, uh, has had his issues, has had problems for sure. But, I mean, Strictly if you look at field. his numbers when he returned to where Juju's numbers were prorated, they're virtually the exact same. And so, and so to me, as somebody who hasn't played, he hasn't played the first eight, nine weeks of the season to just come up raw, pick up a whole new game plan, a whole new playbook as a number three receiver. So he's not getting on the field as much and to put up what, eight touchdowns or whatever. Like, Dude, I, I would love to see him and Ocho Cinco run routes against each other. 
That'd be amazing. Oh, dude, that'd that be would be so weird. sick. Good for Ocho, by the way, for yeah, getting yeah. into the ring, man. He dude. he looked great. I yeah. didn't get to see any of it except for some clips here and there, but yeah, Ocho didn't look bad. Um, I'm, Watch I, the whole thing. I was obviously more interested in in Mayweather and and Paul. Um, did you guys watch the fight? Yeah, I, I watched both of them. Uh, I, I, I'll say this about the Mayweather shit is uh, I, you knew what it was going to be, but you kind of hoped maybe because he's not facing an actual boxer, this would be the time he knocks somebody out. Yeah, right. And and there's, there's a clip going viral right now of him hitting uh, Logan – uh with a with a right and he drops and it looks like floyd is holding him up to have him survive yeah. i don't know i did see that because logan still throws too but he definitely looks you can still get knocked off balance and still throw yeah. punches yeah yeah so yeah, he that's... wasn't unconscious but that was definitely going to be a knockout if dude didn't hold him like uh undertaker holding Shawn michaels Right at the career versus streak match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not a fan of the Paul brothers by any means, but shout out to him for actually getting in the ring with Floyd. Floyd's a known showman. As much as the Pauls, they're douchebags. It's they're men of their word, dude. They literally went from YouTube to like now. I'm fighting the, one of the greatest boxers of all time. And yeah, we like, would all be in there. We would if we could all be in their position. We would absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's the big thing. It's like you, you hate these guys, but you, you got to like them too. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like, how I feel about Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah it's like, I, really? Yeah. If he's I, on I your still team. Respect them. Yeah. Yeah. Respect. I can and say I don't like is, you, but I, res- I, under the, I respect you. Yeah, but Jake can fucking fight. Like, so Jake that's, is a big boy and can legit brawl. That's what I'm really looking forward Logan, to. Logan, his punches was like, bro, I, like, I, I could punch better than that. Bad he was form. going like Bad all Donkey form. Kong on him. And Absolute shit. Yeah. horseshit form. But Jake, on the other hand, that dude's a solid boxer. So I'm excited to see him against somebody who can actually throw hands as a boxer. Woodley's trained as a boxer, so I mean it'll be a totally different ballgame. I, I I think I think Jake Paul is gonna beat the fuck out of him. Do you dude. really? I here's the thing, and and I and I talked to this with my friends that are that, that are boxing in in Pittsburgh. Their biggest argument is okay. You're you're giving a guy whose sole career for the last two three years has been training to box. Yeah, he's a multimillionaire. He has access to the greatest trainers, the greatest doctors, the best recovery, the best medicine, the best supplements. So this is a guy that literally has an advantage over like a lot of the guys that box at a gym. They're like, yo, I would fuck this. You wouldn't. Most of these dudes, you wouldn't beat up Jake Paul. You you really wouldn't. Yeah. Because now his problem is is that Jake is, I believe he's 208 or something like that. If you put him in a boxing scenario where he's facing somebody, 208, that's heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's getting his fucking shit beat in. Yeah, yeah, by a heavyweight boxer, absolutely. But he's not going against heavyweights in anything. He went after a chubby Ben Askren who wanted a paycheck. Mm-hmm. He went after fucking uh, Bugsy or Muggsy Bogues, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, Nate Robinson yeah. is my height. What the fuck was he going to – and 40 years old. 
you know, and and it's just he's but he's calculated because he's doing it and doing it and doing it until he has to fight an actual boxer. That's why I really believe that if he defeats Woodley, McGregor has to take this next fight. Ooh, would love to see that. Now, Jake Paul just signed to Showtime, so he's going to get some real boxers, you know, and we'll see what happens. Um, But he but you know how boxing is. Yeah. The champ gets the pick who they want to fight, and they handpick who they want to fight. Right. Jake's just not going to fight a dude who's 15 and 37 that has potential beating his ass. Right. You know, he's going to face layups until he can he can milk this out because he's not going to be a professional boxer. He, he's not going to be because without his name, he's he's an he's a below average. Right. professional boxer right absolutely. does that make sense absolutely couldn't agree yeah. more and uh i'm a big uh brennan Schaub guy so i watch a lot of his podcasts and shit. Uh, yeah he's a big fighter whatever um he was saying that with woodley it's gonna be a problem if he doesn't have the same fighting mentality he had whatever three years ago when he was still fighting regularly now yeah. coming into it he's he might not even have that same mentality and just be like oh shit i'm getting paid so yeah he's gonna fucking well, going to get his ass potential. Another thing is too, man, in the fight game, it's when you get knocked out, you're more susceptible of getting knocked out more and more and more throughout your career. So that dude's been slapped his last like three, four fights. Yeah. And and his his jaw is no longer what it was. So you're fighting a guy who's declining. Uh, this is the best time for Jake to do it. And I, and I really believe that if Jake can brace himself and, and he can absorb we've never seen him take a punch right yeah that's a fact. that we've never seen him take a punch we don't know how he's going to react to that um that's really where it stands the kid's kind of quick he has decent form um he's way better than what people give him credit for but it, it's just a matter of when you put him in the waters in the deep waters third fourth fifth round what, what are you getting out of him he hasn't been pushed and so that's that's what I want to see. I think Woodley uh, is going to push him into these deep waters, but I think overall, I just think Jake Paul just has too much to fight for. Uh, where Woodley is saying, "Oh, I've never been hungrier." Yeah, dude, because you're making a million dollars. Right. I'd yeah. be so hungry. Yeah, absolutely. Starving. I'm I fucking starving. eat every fucking punch. Thank for that you. Cheddar. Yeah. All I'm eating yeah. is cheddar bay biscuits. That's a fact. Ooh, stop. Um, but yeah, if if it goes late rounds, you know, I don't know how many rounds the fight is. I, I haven't seen, but if it goes, I think more than like four rounds, you're gonna potentially be looking at Jake Paul running out of gas. I don't know how. I mean, he's in great shape, obviously, but he's never been like you said pushed into those late rounds. So it's gonna be. I a mean, game Jake change. did eight. Jake did eight. Did he do eight? I mean, Logan. Logan did eight. Oh, right, right, right. And so you would think that uh, Jake's studies this a lot more and and yeah but people forget logan was a really good amateur wrestler in, in high school too right uh in cleveland <laughs> so i mean he's not they're not like non-athletic slouches like they would beat the fuck out of us they would oh my us. god dude yeah i would you know what i mean I would so run like, out of gas like, in the first 20 seconds dude I, one punch like i would, I would be like me. no thank you <laughs> yeah they would fucking toss michael aside and just be like see you later next <laughs> I saw that on, also on Twitter. I saw someone said that Logan is built like a GI Joe, <laughs> like an action figure. I was rolling. He is. Yeah, he. I mean, the dude's ripped up. 
punch or throw his punches going all crazy like Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah, he was throwing some fucking his wrists were coming yeah, out like this. Some nonsense. And and that's the thing too, is like if you've been training if you're I don't know, I feel like if you've been training that long for a boxing match, like you would figure out you can't throw shit like that in the I'll ring. tell you what though. When I did the rough and rowdy yeah. with Barstool. <laughs> I forgot you did that. Dude, when that fucking, listen, when that bell rang, when I was standing next to a dude that was a foot taller than me, I forgot every fucking thing that I was taught. <laughs> I, I believe every, you. I put my head down. He's holding my shit down. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm throwing shit like this. I was, dude, when he comes out, he's he. I remember he was coming out to the ring with Luke Rockhold. UFC, you know, legend. Yeah. And uh, my trainer's like, are you ready? I was like, I'm so fucking nervous and scared. <laughs> and he just was like, all right, good. And then <laughs> I was like, right, good good. get in there. Dude, I could, I could literally feel my legs like trembling on the mat of the ring. And I like, I think I sold it pretty well. I don't think anybody could tell that I was nervous. But dude, I was scared shitless. Yeah. Like, because it, it's just a... You know, you got NFL veterans watching you, like, you know, Josh Allen, all these dudes. And then you got Barstool, who, like, I was trying to audition for to work right. at Barstool for this. Dude, it just, I mean, it was it was so much. And so I know that, like, and like I said, it's a small, brief sample size of what I, what I did compared to what he's done. But I, I will say that, man, like, you really forget everything and you just go in survival panic mode like fuck this get the fuck away from me fuck <laughs> and when logan or when logan did that and it looked like he was landing some shots on floyd he didn't land a single one if you watch back yeah all it arms. was glove 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 all well, arms. yeah and i i saw the like scorecard of the percentages of the jabs <laughs> and whatnot and i was like what yeah well a lot of people online are dumb as hell and they're like he landed like three times that it's like no a, a landed punch is different no, than that's an official hitting, scorecard yeah, hitting somebody <laughs> in the arm with a punch it's yeah totally different right that yeah whatever you can hit somebody's arm on purpose though like to yeah. set up if you want to hit down it right. but that wasn't what he was doing nah. like it was just he was just throwing yeah plus like he was getting jumped and he was just going nuts <laughs> He did look good though, I think, honestly. I mean, for 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 him going against right, Floyd Mayweather. It, yeah. I, I think he did fine. Yeah. You know, I think people that box would be disgusted by it, but to somebody like me, I'm like, "Oh, good for him." Well, to have the stamina to go 8 rounds period, I'm like, "Damn." Insane. Like, a- aim with Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're attacking the whole time. Yeah. He threw, I think, Literally. four times more in, in punches. Isn't that fucking so, crazy? It's like the Penguins and Islanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great It really was. Um, now, I guess we'll talk some Penguins Islanders because shit, man. We were talking Crosby before we started, the, the greatest of all time, of course, but pretty disappointing end of the season here for the Penguins. Um, yeah. Did, did you uh, – I'm assuming you watched most of the playoffs, right? Yeah, it was uh it was it was a very frustrating. Uh it kind of reminded me of uh I want to say the Canadian series not last year but a few years back when Flurry got lit up. Uh what was that 2013-14 season? They were they were the better team I think by far. Um I mean they we outshot them, we outplayed them, 
we the the we actually for the first time uh in a while it was something where we would score then they would score and then the penguins would respond and we weren't doing that you know having jeff carter come back you know come with the penguins this year and 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 seeing them score goals usually they put their heads down and and be defeated so they have a lot like people are saying like the penguins are done but like you gotta remember every year only one team wins a championship okay so like we can't win it every year lemieux only won it twice sid's done it three times we're 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 spoiled and we have to understand that however jari was so bad and not having the Smith being healthy at all to even just come in and try and change something, you know? And I just, I don't like when people were like, what do you think of uh, Murray all of a sudden? It's like, Murray sucked. (laughs) He gave up, I think, 2.86 goals per game this year. For the Senators, he was not good. Terrible stat line. I understand that the team is bad, but also, you know, keep in mind that, those two years, 16 and 17, when the Penguins won the Cup, anybody could have been fucking in, in that yeah. and, and won the Cup. It had nothing to do with goaltending. I mean, Fleury came in and lit it up against the uh, Capitals to keep us alive in the series, and then they told Fleury to fuck off after that. So I don't think goaltending was, like, at that season was a, a big problem. This year – it became a huge problem because it was just, all right, man, we're putting 45 on a game and they're putting 13 after two periods and, and we're fucking tied one, one, two, two, like that, that just can't happen. And, and it reminds me of uh game two of the, uh, the uh, Colorado avalanche and uh, the Knights. the Knights fucking played up pitch perfect second period one of the best second periods that i've seen in recent history and they lost three two in overtime and i mean because goaltending is is that like that's what it is i mean flurry did great i mean they lost three two but you know it's just you you have to capitalize on 45 shots you gotta fucking score and and you gotta have somebody blocking shots when you know that that dude is Jari sucks, dude. Like, he pissed me off so bad, I would just be like, hey, man, like, you're not on the fucking team anymore. <laughs> we'll pay you outright like NHL contracts do, but, like, yeah. fuck you, dude. That, that pass was, like, kind of last straw. Yeah, dude, the yeah. Pa- where he passed it right to the defender. And dude, he's what just the fuck sitting there outside that? of the net. It's like, dude, yeah, it's Hockey it, it, 101, bro. Yeah, like, yo, I've never played hockey in my life. I know not to t- not to go up the middle. Yeah, That's... I know not to give it to the other fucking team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Similar, right? <laughs> yeah, you just don't turn the puck over and you win the ball game. That's he like he's literally if you combine Murray and Flurry's worst qualities. <laughs> not not what they're good at, but like Flurry's like let me go behind the net and be a fuck face. And then oversell like Shawn Michaels on every shot and diving for no reason. You know, and at then least, at least and Murray's glove. Yo, do we Murray's have a glove. do we have a wrestling reference ticker going for for Matt down here, man? Well, well Shawn Michaels is actually here with us today. If, if you want to see, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's right there. Uh, the, the man watching the, the show. So I told him I would mention him twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I absolutely love. It. But yeah, dude. If we have a goaltender that's like halfway better than Jari in this series, like 
they had the potential to go all the way to the cup i think just they got hot at the right time which definitely helped and like you put anybody else in goal that can stop half the pucks that he did and it's like you you win the stanley cup potentially what was it like he kept getting he kept giving up what was it over his right hand or his glove side his glove his left hand yeah Yeah. put pug rodriguez back there dude he wouldn't let that shit through fuck yeah (laughs) i just my yvonne go my my thing is uh is I, I know that a lot of people are blaming a lot of players, but it's like 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 Malkin, I think unfortunately I think his time is up here, man. Yeah, I, I, I just I but what do you do with him? Yeah. I don't think he has much value. I think, you know, because the, the three people that everyone are talking about moving is Gensel, uh Latang, and um Malkin. To me, the most valuable player uh, of those three is Latang, because I think he's the hardest to replace. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason why he's, he hasn't gone anywhere in this this amount of time. I think he's Jake the is probably him. the yeah. easiest to trade for because of his upside, his contract, his age. You know, I I think you could get something good, and and the Penguins never have problems uh, making stars out of nobodies. I mean, who the fuck is Pasquale Dupuis? Like right. who he's a product of Sid, you know, Chris Kunitz. Okay. With the, with the ducks was great with us. You know, James Neal scored a oh, lot, yeah. you know, we know that, but for me, it's more so, I don't know if Crosby can play at that caliber to make some random piece of shit. A th- no, I don't, I don't mean to say random piece of shit. I don't mean this, but like some, some, second to third liner on any other team pair him up with Sid and score 35 a season 30 to 35 a season I don't think we have that Sid anymore yeah I mean credit to that because also that James you know comment because when he went to the Golden Knights he fucking crushed it that that inaugural season yeah he was on fucking fire (laughs) yeah I remember that it feels like uh, when the Pirates just give up all their good players and yeah, but they, but at least at least the Penguins try to make moves. Yeah, absolutely. And have seen the playoffs in the right. last fifteen years and, and consecutively. They and they make moves, right? Like good moves. Like we're they're good we're, at what they do. Yeah, like uh, what was it? Uh, somebody was talking about that. You know, they they're always pushing until the deadline. Like they're always trying to do something. Yeah, yeah, we've said that too. They always get go out and get that veteran that can contribute to the team for the yeah. playoffs. And this year, harder. Like and it that. doesn't always work, and that's fine. Like, again, like, really wasn't much help for us that year. Was, but, yeah. But that's – they just didn't know what to do with him. He's a fucking left winger, and they're like, yeah, we're going to put you on the right side all of a sudden. <laughs> you yeah. sure? This is one of my last years as a as a player. No, 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 fuck it. You don't need to – you can learn something new. Just go over here <laughs> on the power play. We, got, we already got that side covered, and then we'll get swept by Boston. What do you think? Sweet. So I mean that that season was unreal to me, um, but but when you mention the Pirates though, it's like they don't make moves, and then the one time that we think that they made an okay move, look what happened. Which time? Are you talking? Yeah, I'm talking the Rays. Chris Archer, the Chris Archer, Chris yeah. Archer, because it was like, oh, they're trying, like they're legit trying. But here's what I figured. I I looked at it a little bit deeper. I go, what the Pirates are gonna do is have an excuse. To get rid of two young guys, save some money, 
and save some money, not have to ever offer them shit, and then trade this dude the next season anyways. And make it look like right. we're trying to do something. And, That's what and, I said from the start, too. It's like, And then Archer gets hurt. Move. He gets hurt, and we're like, yeah, we're not going to bring you back. We actually get nothing out of this fucking trade. Literally. He got hurt, and he also never made it past five innings. Hysterical. It Dude. was – oh, man. And, I mean, just look at historically when players leave the Pirates <clears throat> and how well they fucking perform. Garrett Cole. <laughs> Aramis Ramirez. Jose Batista. Jose Batista, third baseman for the – was Jose he drafted Gale. by the Pirates? <clears throat> Like, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And, and, and what the Pirates do is they they go to a garage sale trying to find some sort of treasure that, like, Lasting's Millage, who at one point was the number one prospect in the <laughs> He's league. He's kind of sick, though. <laughs> he was great, potentially. Fucking sucked, though. Like, he, yeah. he well, just, players go to die in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you can't even blame the players because – you know, like the hitting coaches weren't doing the right thing with Batista, and he left, went to the you know the Blue Jays and lit it up. You got pitching coaches that that change your style. Teaching Dude, Gary Cole to pitch for ground balls. We had we had one of the the best pitchers in two thousand four. I think it was Oliver Perez. Oliver Perez was so disgusting. That was slider on the left fucking side. real. Ten strikeouts per game. The only one that would do it match with Randy Johnson was unreal and then they taught jack and craig wilson in the infield and was freddie sanchez era yep and they changed his pitching style for the ground shock bullshit here's the thing that works with guys like charlie morton because it, it's what his skill set is limited to and that's great and we we got the best out of charlie morton and i don't even feel bad about him leaving and and his, the success he had because great good for him you know, I mean, he, we, the thing is, is like, they just can't win. They, they, they just can't do it. So like, and they're not sh- even showing that they want to give us a team that I can be excited to watch. Like Kutch has nine home runs. He's batting 203, 204. He's not doing shit, but he's making $17 million a year. So when they got rid of him, I don't have a problem with that. But like when he's like 35, 36, bring him back. For just one year, what the fuck does it matter? You're not going to make the playoffs. We're not. We're not reserving left center or right field for anybody. There's no future here. You know what I mean? Hayes at that point will be playing for the the you know the Red Sox or something. So just give us. Let's sign fucking Jason Kendall too. Brian Giles. Yo, Al I mean, Martin. Let's bring them yeah, all back. If we're not going to win, let's just have some fucking fun with it. Because yeah, I mean realistically, the Brian the Cabrian Hayes thing. How many Pedro years? Pedro Alvarez back on. Yeah. Pedro four, Alvarez. See, he's got four years with us is my guess. Four? I say four, but then again, look at Josh Bell. What was he, three? Right. right? He had one good Dude. half of a season, and then we dipped him the next year. It's so funny watching Pirates games because I see it was against the Marlins. You got Starling Marte and Corey Dickerson. Yeah. And then Nationals, it's Josh three. Bell and Josh Harrison. How's Bell, how's Bell doing? Um, I could check quick. Yeah, I'd be curious to know. Um, I'll tell you what, Bell wouldn't have did what Will he's hitting two seventeen with eight dingers. Okay, so nothing special. He would have at least stepped on the bag instead of trying to throw home against the Cubs. And that was the greatest play of all time. 
he see i can i can say that now but when that first happened that whole day the next the following few days i was so mad about that why it's so because i live in chicago yeah yeah and all of our friends are cubs fans maybe select fewer socks but I, I still all I saw was Javi Baez, the the magician. That was the greatest play of all time. Like it was so. Oh. Like the the Pirates just shit the bed. Yeah, he did nothing. I mean, he just ran back home, which is should have been an automatic out. Uh, I mean, we we not by rule, but by play. Um, I and, like how he he was within tagging distance. Oh yeah, easily. I was like, let me fucking throw this now. <laughs> right. Yeah, just run him all the way back. You beat the runner for coming home anyway. If he touches, right. you tag him or he touches home. Either that or you just step on the base. You turn around and you step on the base. There was two outs. Oh, it's amazing. Now that we're talking about it, I'm getting a little. Yeah, I wish it wasn't brought up and pissed. Heated about it. <clears throat> yeah, so um, Pirates at the deadline coming up here kind of quick. Uh, buyers, sellers, what are we doing? Anything? Nothing? Uh, they're buying, dude. They're gonna bring in everyone. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go for the World Series. Brian Giles, Jason. <laughs> I told you, yeah, that these are the guys. Russell Martin, like we're gonna we're gonna fucking sign Cueto just to cheer him. We're gonna just go yeah. Cueto. Drop the go. ball again. I just want them to bring in better. Here's what I want them to do. Um, at the trade deadline, I want them to trade a pierogi for a sausage and have a Randall Simon bat night and Randall Simon hit one of those sausages over the head again and concuss the woman who's running around. We're going to Milwaukee on Saturday for the game, me and Alex. So oh, that's amazing. Just if, Ran- if Randall's not there, maybe we can uh, get a bat in. Yeah, pay him. homage to him for us. Yeah. Just, wear Just a knock out a pierogi. Dude, the best part is he knocks her out and he fucking laughs. What? Right. He's like, look, she's dead. Funny. <laughs> like, Dude, I, killed just... I killed her. She shouldn't have been standing Wait. there. <laughs> you hit that guy. <laughs> so great, though. Uh, are you wearing the pain shirt to the game, Michael? Probably rocking that under my Barry Bonds jersey. <laughs> Which one do you have? Bonds. It's a gray, gray away script. It's a good one. Is it like, is it real or is it China? It's from China. Yeah, those are the best ones, though. What's the difference? Could, you know, literally could fool me. My girlfriend got me a Steelers jersey off some, you know, knockoff site or whatever. And I was like, is this a It's real not knockoff. It's wholesale time. Whatever, dude. I was yeah. like, is this? No, from China. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, is this a real jersey? She's like, no, I paid like nothing for it. I was like, honestly, could have fucking fooled me, man. My card got charged by an offshore bank account. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Exactly. We've all been there, dude. Yeah, paid in the end. Yeah. Those um, are easy to uh, to dispute, by the way. They're like, what is this? Like, I didn't, why, why would I buy yeah, something who, from that Argentina? Wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Argentina. Yeah. I was trying to buy a wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of, I'll, I'll go ahead, Michael. Adam Fraser's leading the MLB in hits. Do we trade him? What are you going to get for him? Probably a washing machine and a bag of balls like every other I, trade. Because my thing is, you can look at what Josh Bell did the first half of that one season and be like, ah, oh, maybe he's just that guy again. You can look at Freddie Sanchez when he had the batting title and then he went to the Giants. They won a World Series, but he didn't really do shit. So it's it's one of those things where for me, it's like, 
how good is he? Or do they just pitch to everyone on the Pirates and not give a fuck and be like, oh, this guy's just swinging. That's what I would do. It's like, oh, shit, we got a, we got a, a B game against yeah. the, the JV squad. over. I'm going to try some new shit out. You know what I yeah. mean? This is where I can do it. It's an, like, I mean, not even joking. Like, that's... Yeah, it's like an open mic for me. Like, I'd go there and fuck around and try a new <laughs> joke. Yeah. Like, this guy's like, watch this, and, like, fucking grabs his knot hair, flicks on the, the ball, <laughs> goes, check this one out. <laughs> you know? Similar to the spitball. Spitting somewhere else, though. Not well, they're either. changing that. Did you see what the uh, MLB, the new rule is? No, I, I, I saw, saw that. Was it the dude on the something. Cardinals? Or so, someone that had this shit on their hat? So the umps are saying that now they're going to be able to just – they're going to get, uh, like, uh, scouting reports, like how players do – on certain pitchers and catchers and shit like that and be like, oh, so you have, you know, cum on your forehead. And so they're going to go up <laughs> and check for the forehead cum or wherever the cum is. Usually on the hat. So if but... you guys aren't, if you guys are just tuning in, every baseball player puts cum on a baseball to get the extra spin to it. It's the, it's, it's really it's the called, best substance. It's called meat spin, actually. And uh, that's. <laughs> Where it comes from. I heard there's a website for yeah, it. You have to go to it. Yeah, and it'll show you the technique on how the ball rotates. <laughs> as well as how many spins that you have witnessed. If you RPMs. get the 46, you win. <laughs> it's a lot of RPMs there. Oh, of, yeah, it is. A lot of horsepower being <laughs> Throws generated. off a lot of hitters. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Switch hitters, usually. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Dude, there's probably some high schooler kid that'll stumble upon this episode and be like, what the fuck is meat spin? They probably never even heard of it. Fun fact, when I was in high school, in the library, I printed out 300 meat spins. <laughs> yeah, this girl went to the bathroom, and she left her computer unlocked. Ooh, big mistake. Big so mistake, I, Frank. You know, because there was this thing that you could do to still go on the URL. If you did HTTP and then put the S at the end of it, you could bypass our security system. So we would, I would do that. And I'd throw up a few meat spins, screenshot it, <laughs> print three hundo of those bad boys. <laughs> You're trying to read about Shakespeare, and you just got a hog halfway, oh my you know, bro, around the dude. world. That's the best fucking story I've ever heard. I think. That's incredible. Just three hundred hogs. That's what we're looking at. That's dude, what we're hammers doing. everywhere. Uh, so are you <laughs> talking about his curveball? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you uh, back on the road now, or are you doing gigs at all? What's going on with the comedy world? Not yet. Um, you just did Goat Fest. We're getting there. Yeah, we we had Goat Fest. We we had some people come out to a show. Uh, I some goats some, as well, right? I, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is if yeah. So you, break it down I mean, for us. Well, Goat Fest was. I, I wanted to do a big comedy show in Pittsburgh uh, for the comedians that haven't worked we haven't worked in over a year or so doing stand-up comedy and so i decided let me go ahead and 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 you know produce a show and 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 bring some of the local talent as well as some of my buddies who have moved away and and bring them back to pittsburgh so we did that there was a good crowd there about 170 people when it was raining and it was outside we would have had like double the crowd but had the rain anyways it was a good show uh people like you gotta have goats and I was like, oh, I'm really going to get goats. And like, no, you're not. Could work that so my budget. friend is friends with some hillbilly dude. And uh, dude hits me up and says, hey, I heard you need some goats. That, well, that was, that's how I was reading his text messages. I oh, don't, of course. I, he, 
I didn't really hear his voice yet. Yeah. But when I met him, totally sounded like that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd like some goats. He's like, well, what kind do you want? And I, I didn't know that there were like different types, like breeds. I was like, just give me a white one, a black one and a baby one. So like I have different types of goats. He was like, all right, cool. And he never discussed the price. So the day of the show, he shows up to the venue with seven or eight fucking goats. I was like, hey, I just brought eight. I thought it'd be more fun. And I was like, all right, cool. And He's so right I'm on only, that, though. I'm only paying he just, for it though. was so much. He just opened the gates and the goats were going everywhere. And I was like, okay, so like now what? He goes, they're fine. So they just were hanging out, watching the show. Five six. <laughs> yeah, shooting up. And like, dude, what was so funny? Have you ever seen a goat shit before? Can't say that I have. They're just they're so their asshole gets the size of a baseball open and it just pours out like beads. What? Like 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 rabbit poop? Like it they they literally poop out like paintball pellets (laughs) out of their asshole. Like not a solid thing. It just opens up. And Why they, am I going to Google this? Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> don't go goats, in incognito. They, goats, they just goat they open up like this, and they just pour out little beads. And I go, do they ever poop solid? They're like, nope. It just. That, he's right. It's so fucking funny, dude. That's... And so, like, the venue guy was like, who's going to clean that? I was like, I don't know. You. Who's going to clean that? Uh, <laughs> so then <laughs> when it was when it was my time to come out, I came out to the Lion King song and I held up the baby goats. Amazing. You know, Absolutely like amazing. It was a good time. What, what was the weight of that baby goat? Uh, I'd say he was about 14 to 15 pounds. Okay. You could have put uh, two on your shoulders then. Yeah, I could have had him. The problem is when I like when I had him, like, because he was good up against me, but when I extended, uh, he was fucking. Were you nervous about getting like around. kicked in the jaw or something? Yeah. Cause they kick, yeah, they kick a lot, and so I kind of was like this, hoping it didn't hit me. Hoping, it's... Uh, and it was just like spinning around. And I brought <laughs> you get down. some beads in your yeah. mouth. Hoping it's gaped asshole didn't pour into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but that kind of would be cool, cause then I could have spit them in the air like Triple H. <laughs> another wrestling reference. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't call Steve Austin. Spit. Would have caught something with an H if you did yeah. that. Yeah, it would have been fun. And that shit's forever. Yep. <laughs> Well, that's that sounds like a good fucking time. Um, is that Just the first show with great you've stories. Uh, this year, yeah. I mean, like with with COVID, health restrictions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me trying to get back into the everyday life, sort of progressing there. Uh, it was my first time really doing anything outside, uh, so it's uh, you know, we're we're getting there. Uh, but but road shows, I don't have any booked yet. I have one. I'm with Jeremy Piven from Entourage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ari Gold for you who don't know who Jeremy Piven is. Uh, April fourteenth. Uh, it's like twenty five minutes outside of Philly. Okay, okay. So you, uh, you have some dates in the fall already set up though. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I have a monthly showcase coming back to the Pittsburgh Improv called The Dirt. The Dirt. Uh, it's pretty much a dirty show. Anything goes. Uh, first show announced. Uh, pending my clearance, it'll still be a show. It'll just be Matt Lay presents, and I just won't kind of like Manny Sanguin's barbecue. Sometimes he's sitting there. Sometimes he's not <laughs> at PNC. I don't, I might be there. I might not. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that, that one's just is going to be announced this week. It's going to be July uh, 8th, 
and then I have a few coming throughout the season. They're all Thursdays, which is nice for me because um, I still have my weekends, uh, and they're not Sundays because I want to watch football. Smart move. Yes. That's a smart move right there. I love that. Um, sweet. Are you guys going to come out? Yeah, so October we, 2nd, right? We're or, talking about it. Yeah, we've, yeah, we've definitely been seeing – so what is October second for you guys? That's just another <laughs> just day. another day, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, that's the weekend we were looking at. Um, oh, oh yeah, I'm there. I'm Chris DeStefan. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we were. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I was looking at my schedule. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I think I. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm busy that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Ty was waiting for you to say that, but he didn't want to say anything because he was like, he didn't mention it. Well, I was I like, oh, all right, he, all right. Did he like tell people? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he told everybody. Yeah, I, dro- I dropped that date. I mean, it's far enough where I can drop that. Hope you know, pending that like yeah. the health situation is. Yeah, all good. Ty gets a boner for Chris. Oh, dude. He, oh, Chris is so funny, man. I I'm worked with him before. Fan. I got a bad story about this, though. I'll tell you about it. So it was my first time meeting him, and uh, I used to do uh, for the the Pittsburgh Improv. I used to uh, ride with the talent to take them on the radio tours. Mm. So and uh, so I headlined the night prior to this at the Improv, and I got blackout fucking drunk. I was at the Improv until six a.m. Hammered. I got to be at radio at seven at DVE. My buddy and I we both fell asleep on one of the booths at the Improv. We wake up, we're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta go get Chris Stefano, and so we go to the hotel to sit in. The, we smell like just disgusting, right? We go to the hotel. They're like, the the limo already left, and I was like, oh fuck, all right. So I'm like, well, we'll just go to DVE because we know he's got to be there at seven fifteen. We could get there. We get there. He's already sitting down and he's doing the morning show at DVE. I'm walking all, all slow like this, can. And I'm talking in the background while they're live. I'm blackout drunk. And Randy's like, hey, Matt, you're going to have to keep it down. I'm like, hey, you're going to keep it down. <laughs> and they're like, no, seriously, like, if you can't behave, you go outside. I'm like, you go outside. It's my show. <laughs> and so I have not been invited back to DVE since then. Um, I know that when I kept doing press, uh, they were like, why don't you sit outside for now? on and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I kind of fucked that up. And then uh, I haven't been invited back on as a guest since then. And I get it. I uh, was not the most <laughs> professional. And uh, so I see the Stefano um, later on that night because I'm opening for him. Oh, shit. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm so sorry. And Chris doesn't drink. At least he didn't at the time. And it's yeah, it's okay, it's whatever like that. So he was kind of like quiet with me the first day, but then like as we worked the weekend, he kind of realized, oh, dude, just had a rough night. He's not a piece of shit, you know. Yeah. Um. So I was fortunate enough to get the opportunity to work with him again, and I get so excited because like, first of all, his his fan base is awesome, uh, because they are fun. They're young. They're fun. And usually there's a lot of hot chicks at his show, <laughs> which is pretty sweet. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they love be there, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys, the box to hammer ratio uh, is 65 to 35%. Love that. We'll be, so, in the, we'll be on trying, that 35 side, but hopefully you're on 65. that 35 side. You have a two to one advantage, you know? Yeah. 
Our girlfriends will be thrilled, dude. Oh, you guys are <laughs> and what? Well, I, got, well, I, was, I was like, oh, oh wow. girlfriend. <laughs> you well, I got one, dumped. Oh. I got dumped. So, so you're maybe a you'll get a girlfriend. Yeah. Let's tell Chris to introduce head? you to some honeys. Yeah, no, I, I, I am, I, dude, I am so never dating again. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't blame. Legit, you. I was, I was in a relationship for uh, four years, broke up. I'm like, I'm. That was cool, and I liked what what that was. I'm not doing this again though. Like I'm not starting over with somebody else. I can't. I don't want to. I it's too much. I literally uh, yeah. I've told nuts. I've told my girlfriend plenty of times. I'm like, if you were to dump me now, like I'm just not dating again. I'm not gonna yeah, start over a four year journey with yeah. some other girl to try to get yeah. here again. I'm I'm not doing it. It's me. <laughs> like I would, would I, it's been eleven. Would yeah. I go back to my old situation? Yeah, like that was something that you would look into. Yeah. Because you have that history, and if if you know the stars align, something like that, whatever to happen, yeah, sure. But to start over again, no. uh, fuck, fuck, no, like no. never. Yo, you know, I man, I'd like to see you do like a speed dating like video. Oh man, oh, let's just that put together would be straight. Which, which also, yo, that Easter Bunny bit you did, I swear to God, I never had laughed so fucking hard. I thought I don't know why I thought that was like the funniest thing. I don't think I, if I went speed dating, I'm 99% sure not one person would be interested. No, <laughs> like I don't know. I'm like positive. Like I'm people, positive. Shut the fuck up. You're five five. Who and the a fuck half. is this guy? Yeah. You know that meme where it's the dude in the club and he's yelling in the girl's whispering. Ear and she, yeah, and she's just like not even paying attention to him. It'd be you just in the girl's ear, like Sidney Crosby's the goat, and uh, he's way better. Yeah, than I'd be like, dude. you want to know why Mason Rudolph is ten times better than Big Ben? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just go into just layers of it. <laughs> oh my God, speed dating with Matt Light. Let's set it up. I should do it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Absolutely. I'll get my camera guy. I'll hit him up. I'll be like, let's do speed dating. Yeah, let's do speed dating. <laughs> that would be amazing. For, forgets the dating and the text is just. What if I just maybe the cool idea to do, and I'm just spitballing here, is if I and I, I I've never used the dating apps. Um, what if I just swipe right and then invite them all at the same time? <laughs> That's a move. And be like, why don't we all sit down and we'll, let's figure out? Invite them all to like Chuck E. Cheese or something. Yeah, yeah. which. Yeah. Okay. That would be good too. Like, can you handle kids like this? If not, how's your ski ball be... game? Right. Right. Dude, what do you think of a ball pit? They got rid of ball pits, by the way, because of sanitary issues. I. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. They're so cool. They though. were so Those fucking were the, cool. At the time when I wasn't really cognizant of all the germs, um, but it was like the greatest time of my life. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. And I got older so cool. and couldn't find any in the area. And no. Then found out they're disgusting. Then you turn twenty three and they stop letting you in the McDonald's play place, and it's bullshit. I'd still do it, but we would still. <laughs> so there's here's a true story: is um, when I used to do colleges, you would put in your rider ridiculous requests. Yeah. So I asked for a ball pit one time. <laughs> um, I think it was in St. Louis. Uh, so it was so because they had this big like festival. And it was Hogwarts themed, and they were like, "What do you want your backstage to be like?" I'm like, "I want a baby pool filled up with a ball pit." And they were like, "You know, they, they said there was no problem with what I requested." Yada yada yada. I'm like, "They probably just scratched over that, dude." I got 
fucking Capri Suns. <laughs> at this point. Like I pretty much ordered an Amber Alert. As what I ordered, there was some fucking Capri Sun. There was Lunchables, and then there was this ball pit. And they were like, "All right, is there anything else you need?" I'm like, "I don't know, some kids." And, and, and they just, they just looked at me. I was like, "I'm just kidding." And then like I just videoed myself on Instagram, just falling back into the ball pit. And it was like, it was like the one time that I felt like a celebrity. Because I was like, why, why are colleges this like, you wonder why college is so expensive is because they pay talentless fucking idiots yeah, right, right. to come to their school. I mean, because you could do like, let's say hypothetically to get me to do stand up, it costs 1500 bucks, right? If it's a college, I can tell them it's three times more. Yeah. And they're like, okay, sure. And that's like, they don't, it's um, not their money. They don't give a fuck. That's true. They're right. forced to spend their budget. So yeah. so it's true what most comedians say is the college gigs usually suck, but they're such a good payday comparatively. Exactly. The money's great. The, and, it's and like every, a Floyd Logan fight. You're just there for the money, bro. 100%. You're not trying to put on. No, like, and they give you a list of things that you can and can't say. Oh, yeah. And so I did a – we were talking school. about Boston earlier. I did a show called Simmons, Simmons University, Simmons College. It's a women's school. Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get shit for this. I don't care. I'm going to tell you the story. I did an all women's school Simmons. I didn't know what it was. I get there. I'm like, Hey, is there anything you don't want me to say? And they're like, yeah, when you address the audience, don't say, Hey guys. Uh, and I go, why not? They're like, well, cause it's an all women's school. And then I was like thinking another wrestling reference, Val Venus. I was like, what if I'm like, hello ladies like yeah. that. And she's like, oh, my God, definitely don't do that. And I was kidding, but I was like, why not? She goes, well, some of the students here don't identify as women. Oh, shit. Uh, and then I said. But it's an all-women's school. How the fuck did you get into an all-women's <laughs> school then? And she just looked at me, and in my head, I'm like, this is going to be a shit a show. show. Yeah. And That's so what colleges do when you're performing, they stand at the back of the room. Every time you say something fucked up, they get closer to the room. And you know, once they get to the front of the stage, the show's virtually over, you're fucked. Dude, I was five minutes into my set. She's halfway. <laughs> she's halfway through the fucking... And I just was like, oh, man. So I, I do the job. They give me the check. I was going to say, uh, you got the bag? I secured the bag. Really. The crowd liked me, surprisingly. Uh, but the, the person who booked me was not a fan. Wow. <laughs> Well, she'll learn her own lesson then. Yeah, Google who you do. Do some research. Right. Oh, oh, Matt Light, a comedian. Oh, this is perfect. How he's hard... got the same name as another patriot. Let's bring him in. If you had to do a completely clean set, how many minutes would could you get? Completely. I could clean? do forty-five. Clean, yeah. Yeah, I could that's do impressive. it. I just would not. Ha I wouldn't have fun. <laughs> yeah, that's. Amazing. But I could do. I've <laughs> done thirty. Yeah, I've done thirty. I've done clean. I've you know because. You know, with my bat, with my you know history with cancer and things like that, yeah, I've yeah. done fundraisers for like stand up to cancer and things like that, and and I've done thirty minutes clean, and I mean it's 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 challenging for sure because I, it's just not my vocabulary, it's not how I talk, right. so it actually sounds less authentic than how I, I actually bet, yeah. talk. Um, yeah, that'd be like us trying not to swear in general, um, like all day, it, like right, yeah. won't do it. Like, gotta keep it clean, boys. Yeah, it's tough. Count, and, and, count me out. 
and then you got to make it and then you have to keep in mind like when you talk you have to talk about clean stories and so these are stories that you know i'd say eight out of the ten of them i'm not telling on stage usually because i have better shit but i can't talk about it you know what i mean yeah and that's why i've never really gone the cruise route because like carnival cruises and shit like that pay shit tons of money uh great experience kids and old people though Dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm. A, I'd be at the Bermuda, Bahama. I'd be all those. No, places. I meant like the restrictions on what you. That's can... the problem. You can have a dirty set, but you need a clean set too, and you need four total. I think. I think you need two clean, two dirty, and you have to rotate them throughout the week. Um, so that's something that for me, um, I, I just don't have because I, I. I don't. I'm not a liar. I'm not yeah. going to just do sixty minutes of ass material twice. You right. know, a clean and a dirty version that I don't have. I'd rather just do my thing. I'm not trying to I mean, do how many times do you want to see a radio? Yeah, like how many times do you want to see a comedy show on a cruise? Anyways, you go once. Then I'm, I'm going every go. night. You better yeah. have a story every night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go once and then I'm going to go to the casino and black out. Like it's what most people would do. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, so we're going to need you back in it. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess don't ask Chris to get you on uh, Sal's cruise they do the fucking jokers cruise. what the jokers one yeah well i think that's different i think i could do that one i because i don't think that's very like corny yeah yeah in a sense where it's probably not um, you could probably do it they probably wouldn't make you do a clean act the, i wouldn't imagine i don't know so the version. last time the stefano was here um i think sal hopped on a show oh yeah as a guest set because i know they're buddies yeah Dude. Yeah, he's hopped on and done some guest sets and stuff. I because he does stand up. I've never seen him, but I assume he's decent, right? He's Sal. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never seen him do stand up either. I watched their podcast a little bit. They got a podcast together, but is it good? It's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, they have uh, they're pretty. You could tell they're like just buddies, and it's a good yeah dynamic. So nice. Yeah. Yo, but, look at that tickets. This place, it's almost sold out. Like, there's almost no seats oh, for my show. Then we better fucking buy some now. Yeah. There's an early and a late show. I think the early show sold out, right? Which, one's I, clean? I, I, Which I was show is clean? They're the same. Anything goes when I'm yeah. on. Just right playing on. with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll look into that after this. But uh, let's let's get you plugging whatever you need to plug here. Social media dates, anything? What you got? Ah, uh, fuck me, dude. Let's talk about. And who do you got winning? Uh, <laughs> who do you got winning the NBA Finals? Jazz. Uh, oh, this is just a hat. No, this is just I needed something. It's a nice hat. hat. I, I'm sweating so bad that I wanted some sort of distraction. So I had to wear a hat because right now I'm my, my head is sweating so bad. I look like Big Earn. Oh, my God. Look from uh, Kingpin. Oh, it's terrible. We got to uh, let you I go. Don't know. Don't take a so, cold shower. <laughs> what's, oh, I've showered twice today, dude. It's like <laughs> it's I can't wait for this air conditioner to come here. Like I it's like the episode of Rocco's Modern Life where he just has to go to the beach. Oh, yeah, sitting yeah, on yeah. that big block of ice. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I like. Uh, I'm going to go with, I mean, the Nets seem like the obvious choice. So I'm going to go with the Suns because fuck it. Love it. That, I, I would like to see those yeah. two teams play. Great jerseys. Oh, the Suns oh, have the Suns Valley jerseys. jerseys, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, I won't I won't pick this, the, the Jazz only because the Jazz don't know what fucking color they are. Some nights they're green and yellow other nights they're teal and purple and then other nights they wear orange uh, orange red and yellow yeah. 
So fuck you. Like if you have three different color schemes, I want you to lose. Somebody else was talking about that when about who they last played. They were they were essentially wearing the opposite team's colors. Yeah, it's stupid. They're dickheads. <laughs> They're dickheads. They're just dickheads. And plus, Carl Malone was a terrible person. Yeah, that's what I've I've heard. Yeah, the he got a thirteen-year-old pregnant, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then would not talk to his kids until his kid had NBA, WNBA talent. Some would say that's good parenting. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, what was it? The show uh, that Ballers? Tough love. Is that what the one guys did to him? What's that? In the show Ballers, you know what the dad did to, to one of the wide receivers or something? Maybe I don't know. I like the Daniel Tosh route. Daniel Tosh said he wanted to find a a kid who was like, I think he says like six five, sixteen years old, black, and <laughs> who's at an and adopt him and train him for two years to go pro, and then just if he doesn't go pro, just never talk to him again. Just gives just him take years. it like blindside. <laughs> it's like Jesus. I think that's one of the funniest jokes ever, though. Tosh, like, yeah. Oh, he's. He's I I will I will fucking argue with anybody. Daniel Tosh is the most underrated stand-up comedian in the world. He is so fucking good. I don't know if he does stand-up, but do you like Nathan for you? Oh, he's so funny, dude. Nathan that show Felder. is amazing. Yeah, I don't know if he does stand-up, but his he's that hilarious. Nathan for you is is fucking brilliant. Yeah, that shit's fucking I love hilarious. It. Great show. Yeah, I'd I'd love to do like I'd love to have like a like a <laughs> Tom Green type show where it was like you know man on the street interview people. Um, I did I did one time this thing that we did, and I don't we don't have footage of it because we fucked it, fucked it up. But I brought a medium on uh, on my show, and I had her like talk to me and read my my shit, mm-hmm. and everything she said was not true. But I would go along with it like it was. It's like the South Park episode. Oh, did they? Did they do that? South Park has done that too, where it's like, no, he's just guessing shit and you're saying yes. And then he wrote, like, it's. Yeah. So they were like, your grandmother, her name start with an M because most old people, it's like Marie, Maria, if they know you're Italian. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, is it Mary? I'm like, she's like, Marie? I was like, Maria, I was like, yeah, and then it said underneath, Matt's grandmother's real name is Joanne. That's hilarious. And so, like, we just would keep going on about stories how my grandmother was murdered. Meanwhile, my grandma's <laughs> fucking at home, like eighty-six <laughs> years old, watching Murder She Wrote and Matlock. <laughs> and like, it was just so much fun to just call them out on their bullshit. Because I, I don't like people like that. I understand, like, for some people, it's nice. Because it gives you closure on a death that you're close to, and and you want to feel that. But I just to take advantage of somebody's emotions at such a low point for them mentally, I don't fuck with that. So I was like, yeah, I'm bringing them on, just yeah, bashing them. That's so I'm gonna do it again. Probably I love that. Halloween. <laughs> I, yeah, I I look forward to that. It'd be fun. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. You sure you don't want to plug anything before we let you? Nah, go? Nah, man. I don't. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Doesn't but I'm. I'll retweet it for you guys. My guy. Love Appreciate that. that. Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll shamelessly plug you for yourself at Matt Light. Bingo. Oh, perfect. Yeah, Matt Light. And then all my other stuff is Matt Light Comedy. The best thing, okay, I will plug one thing. Uh, my Snapchat can be pretty fun at times. Uh, go to Mayor Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I have some good 
Snapchats when I black out at bars and throw lemons at people. So that's good. <laughs> I just will buy, I will buy enough shots where I get the whole lemon and then I'll drink the shots and just throw lemons at people throughout the night. Oh when God. life gives you lemons, fucking just chug little them. cut up pieces. I go, how much were the, I want all of these. And then I'll just hit people in the head with lemons. Can I just but get a I, cup of lemons? Yeah. So it's fun. Love it. Well, go <laughs> maybe follow, we man. can do it together. Uh, let's, October second. October second. Why don't you guys, when I'm on stage, throw lemons oh, at me? Oh, there you go. Bro, hey, there it is. Yeah, we get kicked twice. out. You got. Yeah, you got to tell security before we do that kind of shit. I, I will. Maybe. Out, yeah. Man. Maybe we'll script something. We'll yeah. do something fun. <laughs> yeah. You guys can throw me through a table like a WWE <laughs> match. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Or you, or you can throw Michael through a table. Done. <laughs> Michael, how tall are you? You look like you're like six one. No, I'm five ten. Okay, and what do you weigh? Like one forty-five? Uh, yes. All right, let me throw you through a table, because <laughs> I don't think I think you'd be the easiest. Because I feel like I, yes, 100%. the weight is balanced. Yeah, yeah you know? and yeah, me and Tappy weigh too much for that shit. I think. Yeah, yeah and I'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> pussy too. So, <laughs> so Mike, you might have to lose like twenty pounds before you come here too. I could. Do that. He could do that All in two right. days for you, easy. Perfect. No problem. <laughs> Yeah, right. good head start will be golden. Well, yeah, we'll 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 definitely hit you up uh, when we're planning on coming out there and everything. We'll look at tickets here, uh, yinsertainment That's us at Yins Daily on social media. Just go to the website; it's all there. Matt, thanks, man, for coming on. Appreciate you. We'll be uh, thanks, talking brother. soon. Sounds good.